Hey, everybody. I need to take a moment out of this podcast just to uh, talk to you just briefly about Anchor. Anchor is the platform that I use to make this podcast, and I have to tell you that it is a game changer. I was really nervous about how to find the time to record my podcast and to get it out to the world, and Anchor made it such an easy process. Everything is in one place. You just sign up. It distributes everything to all of the different um, platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of those. And literally all you need to do is record and edit uh, just straight from the platform. It is a game changer because it's so easy. Check it out today um, by downloading the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I highly recommend it. It's what I use and it has been a game changer for myself and for other people who are listening to my podcast. So go check it out. Hey everybody, this is Tara Bryan from Course Building Secrets Podcast, and in today's episode, I want to talk about chasing squirrels. So, I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to get into shiny object or chasing a squirrel syndrome, and so today, I want to talk about that in our podcast. So, (laughs) a lot of times, as entrepreneurs, our gift And our downfall is that we have a million ideas, right? And we tend to shy away from doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, right? Um, I know that for sure this is my um, sort of crux to bear, right? Is that... um, in one, on one hand, it's awesome because I'm the ideator, I'm the, the idea person, I'm the future thinker, I'm the one who can create the strategy for my organization and come up with super cool, new, innovative ideas for things, which is wonderful. But on the other hand, um, I know that I get bored by doing the same thing over and over again. And unfortunately... If you haven't learned this, let me tell you that in order to scale a company, you cannot recreate the wheel every single time that you do a new project or you, you know, create something new, right? And number one, it will drive your team crazy. And number two, you just don't have any repeatable process. And so um, it's very expensive to operate in that, um, in that mode, right? So when you're looking at creating your online course, One of the biggest challenges you will have is how do you build the beta, go through the beta, and then actually build the evergreen course, right? Because what's going to happen is you're going to work through your beta. You're going to do your live beta. You're going to sell it. You're going to get people in it. It's going to be awesome. You're going to be super excited. And you're going to teach each week. And you're going to love it. And it's going to be awesome. And then it's going to end and you're going to say, oh, well, that was fun. I had a great time with that. What's next? And then you're going to move on to something else. The challenge with that is you're never going to get to that point of turning it into an evergreen course, which means that you can create it once and sell it over and over and over and over again, right? Because you've just birthed that, that course and now you're good. Right. So there are a couple of different techniques that we use to make sure that you actually get to that place of turning it into an evergreen course. Right. So I'm going to share that with you today, because um, if you have built a course or you've built a product or you've built a company or whatever, 
and you tend to be entrepreneurial focused in the same way that I'm talking about, you know exactly what I mean. And so what we need to do is we need to do a couple different things. So when you decide to do your live beta, um, what part of what you're doing is um, is just getting through the first iteration of your course, right? Like you need to get it out there. You need to birth it. You need to get it to be a minimum viable product is what we say is the first, very first version you're doing something. Um, and so what you may have to do though is at the same time you're doing that, very quickly pivot and capture what you've just taught into a more permanent evergreen um deliverable, right? And so so let me give you an example. So you do week one and week one is your introduction, right? So you are doing an introduction and you're doing a Zoom call or however you're doing your live beta, right? And you're going to record that, which is great. And that will be helpful for you to use. Now you can either use that or you can use the material that you that you had in the beta uh, reflect on it, and then very quickly go and capture a more formal video or a, you know the PowerPoint deck where um, where you're recording yourself talking through the material, right? However you want to do it, there's no set rule on the format that you need to go through in terms of capturing a more evergreen course, but it does need to be at a, in an elevated production quality than what you would consider doing your beta on, right? Like your beta is really like you're getting out there, you're teaching, you're testing the material, and then you're going to kind of tweak it and then repackage it, right? So whether or not you're doing that sort of in a condensed time frame where you have week one, you're teaching it, and then you reflect, and then you go and record week one before you do week two, that may be one way to get yourself out of that sort of shiny object syndrome after the beta is over, um, is capturing it af right after you do it, right? So it's either using what you've done in the beta or um, recapturing it to tweak it and change it afterwards. The The challenge is, is that, you know, at the end of the beta, you really want to go through and evaluate it from a big picture and make sure that everything is, um, everything worked the way that you intended. But, um, but this is a great approach if you are prone to just moving through things. The other thing is I had a, um, a student and he actually hired a videographer and, um, and he had him just sort of follow him around. So when he was teaching it, when he was working with clients, he could, he just had all of it captured. And so then they could go through and edit it. And then that's what they use to turn into a course. The other thing is if you are doing a live um, like a in-person live event, teaching this material, you could capture all of that and then edit it and put it out there, right? So that has a better kind of um, production quality than you know jumping on and doing a Zoom. So there's lots of different ways to approach it, but the closer you can do it to the beta before you've lost momentum is um, the best way to do this because <laughs> because after you're done with the the beta. You know, you're like, oh, that's awesome. That was six weeks or that was 12 weeks or however long your course is. And you're like, great. Now what? Now I want to work with them to do this other thing or I want to create this live event or I want to do kind of the next the next thing. And you've lost momentum on what you've just created in your beta. And so, you know, scrunch it down as much as possible. Schedule that evergreen recording right after your beta before 
too much time goes by because then it's going to be fresh for you, right? You're still going to be energized. You're still going to be motivated. You're still um, able to, you know, connect with people that you need to connect with if there's some holes that you need to fill. But start building it as you're doing your beta um, and then look for opportunities to move it from that minimum viable product to a more, um, you know, sustainable evergreen version as um, as close to the beta as possible. So hopefully this helps. Um, it's just one strategy for really getting yourself to the point where you'll create the evergreen course because uh, literally you will find yourself in this position where you're like, that was awesome. I had such a great experience. I got great results for people. I got testimonials. I've got my structure all built. This is awesome. Okay, what's next? And you really need to have the discipline and focus to just continue down that path so you're just doing the one thing, right? Don't move on until this um, your your main signature course is built out, right? I don't care if you have another idea for um, a, a lead magnet or for group coaching or something else that's going on in your value ladder. Like all that's awesome, but capture this signature course because what what you're not realizing is. This is your foundation, and if you don't put your strong foundation in place, the rest of your value ladder is going to crumble. So even if it feels like, well, I've got to get people in the course, I've got to get people in the course, you don't have a course yet, right? So you don't need to get anyone anywhere until you've built the course and you've turned it into a, a, an, an evergreen product. Once you've turned it into an evergreen product, then it's time to say, okay, how do I get people into it? And how do I ascend the people who are going through the course? And you have plenty of time to do that. But so often I see people do their beta for their signature course. And then instead of packaging it and making it into a finished, complete product, they just move on to something else, right? Another beta or um, a, an ascension path or whatever, and they've lost that signature course. So the next time they want to run people through it, they have to start over. And, um, and that's a, a huge issue because you've just gained all this momentum in the beta. And if you have to start over, you're literally starting over with a new beta. And so all you're doing is doing a beta and a beta and a beta and a beta, which doesn't get you to the point of um, really where you want to be, which is to build something that you can sell over and over and over and over and over again, right? So the whole goal is to get yourself disconnected from um, money equals time and time equals money, right? You want to disconnect yourself from that. Until you build that evergreen signature course, you're not going to get past that point. So stop yourself from the tendency to just move on to the next thing or to you know, look up or down your value ladder for your signature course because you're not there yet. You need to finish um, this piece, which is beta, and then turning it and packaging it into an evergreen course, and then moving forward. So uh, hopefully this this helps when you find yourself in this position. But it's totally normal, you guys. Like, uh, you know, it happens to everyone, right? Um, and it will happen all the time. And so when you find yourself in that position where your energy is fading and you're starting to look outside and at all these other shiny objects, uh, you need to refocus, finish it out, get it working, get some people into it, and then go to the top and the bottom of your value ladder. 
Um, but the time to look up and down your value ladder is not after the beta. It's after you've turned your signature course into um, your actual product. So hopefully this helps you. If you want help with this, if you're stuck, if you're like, oh my gosh, you're totally right. I just went off on a complete shiny object path and you need help getting reined in and getting back to work on your core signature course, let me know. Um, send me a chat, uh, log into Facebook at Terabyte Live uh, and contact me and let's jump on a call and talk. Um, we have lots of resources for you that will help you get past this point, get that signature course built, and then start to look up and down your value ladder. Because it's not going to matter if you have people who are ready for your course um, by giving them a low price you know, alternative lead magnet if you have no course, right? And you can't descend them until you have a course. So it's really the foundational piece that you need to start with. Um, so reach out to me. We'll help you get back on track. And so you can continue to move forward and build an online business that's really going to help serve you and get you to your goals, which is to really get that lifestyle and that income and that impact where you want it. So until next time, have a great day and we will talk soon. Hey, everybody wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp. Other people get to go to camp. So I think over the summer, we should all go to camp as well. All right. So we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us. In the show notes, there should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.